It's an extreme version of heel hooks and straight shoots. Extreme ways will back again. Extreme rules is back again, and uh, heel hooks and straight shoots is back again. We haven't done a wrestling show in a while. No, uh, been over a month. Uh, the last one we did was the big uh, one. All out. We went all out for it with class at a castle and all out back to back. And uh, you know, thought it would be the last one for a while, which it was. But we were very tempted and very close to doing one right off to it because so much shit went down that weekend, and not really so much in the ring. So much went no, down I, um, outside Optimal. The pay-per-view that we previewed was actually a very mid-show, let's face it. Yeah, um, Clash of the Castle was a fun show. Um, the booking of the finish with Drew McIntyre and... Yeah, you know it was going to be screwed. Roman, yeah. I should have called it. Solo Sokoa, the whole time I'm like, they're going to bring him in the bloodline and they're going to bring him in when the Usos aren't there. And the Usos weren't there because Drew took him out the night before on SmackDown. It made so much sense and I just didn't... I didn't think of it, and it happened. It would have been an easy prediction. Um, but Drew, oh, Roman retained, and then Drew Oftewald sang with Tyson Fury. So, so I thought dumb. Tyson Fury was going to cost him. Instead, he cost uh, the cash-in attempt. And then uh, from Austin Theory, that so Theory killed my theory, even though you know I had the theory theory. Um, at SummerSlam, but then Tyson Fury and Roman Reigns sang karaoke off the world, sang American Pie, and then Oasis probably uh, shouldn't have I'm been not, on camera. Very I'm weird. I'm not really a big fan of any time. I know it's, you know, it's professional wrestling, and it's Wrath. fake. entertainment. And the outcomes are, you know. Breed of tournament. Right. right. We, don't, we don't have to tell you that. We, we all know. But I'm um, just to, you know, from a oh, kayfabe standpoint, oh, it's like, you know. Santa's not real. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but, um, you know, I just don't like guys that lose the match. The biggest match of Drew McIntyre's career, and he's singing American yeah. Pie after. Was he also got distracted by Wobbles while being thrown at him by Karrion Cross. Uh, oh, but. Uh, you know, other than that, it was a good match. Thing. I thought it was a good show. Uh, Guntel, Waltel, Guntel had and Sheamus had an awesome match, one of the best of the year. They have the rematch on SmackDown tonight. Um, uh, but that was a great match. Um, and you know, Clash of the Castle left a bit of a weird taste with the, how the finish happened. Roman retains. The streak continues, and then we go to All Out, which was. Not the best. It was fine, but uh, a lot of botches has been happening lately. A good amount of injuries, including to the champ, the new champ, CM Punk, wins the title back from Moxley after he lost it to Moxley, which we said was probably going to happen. But then Punk gets injured in the match. He tore a tricep. Uh, tore his bicep, bicep, maybe both. I don't um, know. He's, he's got his arm in a, some sort of contraption. Yeah. Um, but then the fireworks happened and the real show happened after all out. At the press, and I can't believe we almost did a podcast about a press conference in the Apple. Uh, I mean, it was more entertaining than the entire pay per view. Yeah, than the six hours of wrestling oh, that this, 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 preceded this it. Tony Khan's uh, media scrum. Even more than that, because I forgot NXT had a show that After day too. After the show, it's uh, yeah. on YouTube, uh -huh. right? Yeah, I think it's still out there. Check it out. It's all uncensored. It's crazy. Punk's eating a muffin. He's all bloody from the match. He's still in his ring gear. 
and he just calls out the media. He calls out um, the EVPs of AEW, talks shit on them, talks shit on Tony, makes Tony Khan look like a jabroni. Let's face it. This was totally unprofessional. Yeah. Okay, I was laughing. I was entertained by it all. Yeah. Because I'm not a Tony Khan fan, and I think the guy's way in over his head. I don't think he has a fucking clue as to what he's doing. I think he's a clown. And so I kind of... Buckle of the year you're talking I, about. I, he's an he's going for number two. He's, he's going all out to get Buckle of the year. He's a fucking weird little rich asshole. <laughs> and I felt bad for him. I, I, yeah. I, he, I mean, he, he had his number one guy. The guy that he's put his biggest investment in. Sit right and next just, to him. Just put his title Sit back right up. next to him. A guy that he gave the world to, okay? You know, who knows if CM Punk returning to professional wrestling would have ever happened if not for Tony Khan, okay? Because there was no guarantee he was ever coming back to WWE. No. All right? And so Tony Khan took a chance on this guy, Phil Brooks, CM Punk. He gave him the world. We talked about it. One one year ago. Yeah. When CM Punk returned. You know? (laughs) It did. Yep. Uh, we were all excited about it. CM Punk returning to professional wrestling seven, eight years later. You know, we never thought it would happen. We weren't sure it would ever going to happen. And that night, that moment in Chicago, CM Punk's return one year ago. It, 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 was, it was one of the greatest moments yeah, ever, right. okay? Best thing that will happen on Rampage. That's what and one of the greatest things to happen in professional wrestling in, in, in ten years. The promo, everything about it was so perfect. Okay? It was so perfect. But just like CM Punk's big run, the Summer of Punk, and all of that, and his mega run that he had in WWE, just like that, ends, it turns so ugly, so fast. Um, and it's it, going to end in cult is where it's going to end, just like his WWE ran. I mean, this is just so, crazy. Um, if you don't know and you just listen to the little show, I don't know why you listen to the old show for us, but if you listen... Well, I mean, you probably only listened because I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but in case you you listen for more of the uh, football talk or the music talk or whatever else we talk about, and don't pay attention to the wrestling show. So what happens is Punk does this whole thing. He's calling out the media. He's very upset still about this Hangman Page situation. That Hangman Page mentioned that Punk. You know, is the reason why Colt Cabana hasn't been on TV for a year. Which has anyone really even noticed or cared that Colt Cabana hasn't been on TV? No. Um, I don't even know he's still contracted. He's contracted. He's in Ring of Honor, but he's no longer on AEW television since Punk debuted, pretty much. Scotty Goldman? Yeah. Scotty Goldman. <laughs> WWE name. Any excuse to bring um, that name back out. Scott Colton. As Punk kept calling by his real name, uh, we found out a lot that he has a shared bank account with his mother, and that um, so yeah, <laughs> Tony Khan probably has a shared bank account with his dad. That's why this company exists. Of course. Um, so I mean that that was that, and then um, he's still mad about that. He, I think he thought he had the media in a trap because the one guy who he called out by name was there, and. He says, oh, so you're friends with him, right? And he goes, oh, I haven't been friends with him in years. And he goes, oh, and we both have that in common. And Punk even says, you kind of blew up my spot. 
And he goes, but anyway, and he goes off on what he was going to say anyway. Yeah, and that's what's interesting about it. Because at first, watching it live, I was just like, okay, he's worn out from the match. We didn't know about the torn triceps or not. And like, he's just in a pissed off mood. Yeah. And he's just going off. But what we come to learn is he was telling people before the pay-per-view, he was telling the wrestling reporters that he was going to go off in this media scrum. Yeah. Because AEW, Tony Khan, he likes to hold these media scrums and even after, all after this, every he pay-per-view says he's doing it still right so full gear. that was really interesting to find out that you know this was much like the outcomes of matches in professional wrestling yeah. this was predetermined this, you know, he, he was going he had he was going no matter what the outcome of the match he was shooting he was going to shoot in this he was going to take the opportunity to go off for whatever reason and what what was the reason is he is he trying to Part of me thinks he's just working, and he's trying to create storylines story for the future. Yeah. And for this, his... this all started, we even talked about it when he came back, and he made the call out to Hangman Page, and Hangman, you know, was in the back and never came out because he didn't know it wasn't planned, and then there was some heat from that, and then the heat just boiled over, and they caught fire at this media scrum. But then Punk, you know, takes his... He, he takes his target and he switches it to the EVPs of the company, who, of course, he's talking about um, the Young Bucks. He's talking about Kenny Omega, the elite, who just won the three host title. Um, the big three host title. And then, um, sorry, a little distracting here. We're watching SmackDown and uh, some oh, white... This- White rabbit stuff's being that, that stupid white rabbit. We'll get to the white rabbit later. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he takes his target. He switches it on the new trios champions. The first level trios champion, Kenny Omega, comes back from, you know, does all this rehab, double rehab, looks his ass off to come back, as does Punk. And within one night, they're both off TV for another month, and Punk's going to be off longer than that. And who knows when Kenny's going to come back. Because Punk calls out, the Young Bucks, he calls out Kenny Omega, and he starts saying that the EVPs are idiots, and uh, they don't know what they're doing, and they feed false information to the media, and the media runs it. I don't know if it's true. I mean... He said they couldn't supervise a target, yeah. let alone a wrestling company. <laughs> um, and then, you know, and he might have some truth to it. I mean, there's a reason why Cody Rhodes left. Cody's being quiet. I mean, obviously Cody came back to WB for multiple reasons, but I think a fallout happened with the elite, and you know, so I think Punk has some truth to what he's saying. It just didn't seem like the time or place. It just no. why why is this coming? You off? just won the championship. Yeah, um, you got your win back on Mox. Your main your main your main event in Chicago with all your friends and all your family. It could have been the injury. He got injured again in the match. He's probably frustrated. Right, but we, we said he he, came back that he was telling injury. reporters beforehand, before yeah. the match took yeah. place, that he was that yeah. the press conference was going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, so he had this plotted out. Yeah, and we know from the promo with Hangman, he was it's been eating at him. So he, uh, he let it eating at him like he was eating that muff. Yeah. But he the, gave a little shout out. That was funny. It's really fucking funny. You got to watch it. Even if you're not a wrestling fan. Uh, AEW All Out Media Scrum, CM Punk it's, going off. It's pretty it's great. Tony Khan just his eyes going crazy, drinking the seltzer wobble that Punk brought. 
and uh, I, I just love some on it at one point. Oh. Well, some of the things that Punk says, and you can see Tony like sh- yeah. shaking because then like, the whole shruggy. thing was MJF's victory. We talked about is MJF coming back? You he know, did. he he came back. He won the the Symphony of the Devil thing. He won the Casino ladder match without having to take a move with anything because of his new group, the Firm. Um, a bunch of misfits helped him win, and then it was revealed at the end of the night. Really cool um, way to reveal it, even though everyone knew as soon as the guy won. But they revealed it. He's the devil, the masked devil, and uh, it shows a clip of CM Punk from Ring of Honor. So great, we'll pick him back up. Punk and MJF, they're one and one in the rivalry. Now you do it for the title. This is going to be... Maybe the, had the match of the year in March in the yeah. dog collar match. Uh, it's my favorite match of the year. And now you do it uh, for the title. They're going to build up for it. This is the beginning stages. And MJF's trending everywhere. Finally, what fans have been waiting for. It happens. And then we get Punk just doing this. And then someone asks him about MJF. He goes, oh, it's just an old prick Tony's put me against. Tony loves to put me against these pricks. So he's burying the guy who just came. And, you know, maybe he's building the match. I think, you know, there's a lot of respect there. And Punk sees a lot of himself in MJF. I don't think, why would he continue to do the feud if he didn't like the guy? Um, But, I mean, it just killed MJF's return and the momentum of that. It just killed so much that this company was building towards. But then Punk ends it with, you know, my door's always open. If anyone's got a problem with me... Come to me. Don't go to the media. So then the real fireworks happen. As the press conference is continuing, Tony's sitting there still taking questions, bringing up guys from the roster. And um, I guess you can see security at one point running by because there's a fight breaking out in the locker room. This is not scripted. This is not part of the show. There's no show at this point. It's a press conference. And here the Young Bucks went to CM Punk's locker room. And those different stories out there, those reports, they kicked open his door, which I just picture him super kicking the door in. Super kick party! <laughs> Boom, he's slapping the knees. I gotta I got say. Super kicking the door, do a roll. When the reports were going on that the, that the elite kicked down the door, that's the only thing I could imagine in my yeah. head. <laughs> that Punk was not answering the door, and they just super kicked yelled, party yelled, the door. Super down. kick <laughs> yeah. party! Here, here they come. Kicking the, the door. Uh, probably did a somersault to roll in. You know, the guy make it all fancy. But apparently he was really heated, as you would expect. Ace Steel, who we talked about on the last show, who the fuck's Ace Steel? Ace Steel's a guy who's going to be unemployed, definitely, I would think. He's CM Punk's Um, scumbag friend, I guess. Yeah, his wife was watching CM Punk's dog, and then they were trying to get the dog out. Kenny Kenny was trying to get the dog out. Kenny. And him and Kenny get into a fight. A ch- he threw a chair at Kenny Omega, apparently. Well, no, uh, he threw a chair at one of the Young Bucks, hit Nick Jackson, I uh, believe. This happened so long ago, it's tough to remember. And the story's all crazy, but uh, Nick Jackson was apparently hit with a chair, and then Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega's, another story. Kenny Omega's promoting the video game that has no release date in Japan and has CM Punk on the cover. <laughs> He's not even going to be in the company. And uh, Kenny Omega could be seen with a mark on his arm, which is believed to be from the Ace Steel bite. Um, he bit a man. He bit a man during a fight. Uh, there was a lot of hair pulling, and it reminded me of the old stories of the Bret Hart-Shawn Michaels 90s fight, 
for uh, the, the Sonny comment, and they were all pulling each other's hair and stuff. And Brett says he all, like, punched him, and he went flying in the air and everything. Um, but Punk apparently threw the first shot, said it was going to come to it anyways, and uh, multiple people were suspended, including, like, Chris Daniels, all the backstage people who were involved. Most of them only were suspended a week. But it's been a month, and still no... No elite on TV, no mention of them, no showing of them in video packages. They got stripped of their trios titles. CM Punk got stripped of his title. They had another tournament, the Grand Slam tournament. Just... And John Moxley wins the tournament and he's the champion again. Should have just kept the belt on him. It's <laughs> like, kinda like at this yeah, point. It's kinda like uh the all out pay per view never happened. Yeah, their biggest pay per view. It's, it's kinda like the elite never <laughs> Came back. The yeah. elite never reunited. The uh, CM Punk never CM came Punk back. never returned and from Moxley's the broken foot. Moxley's been the champion since AEW began. Uh, that's... Uh, except now they're doing Moxley and Hangman. So Hangman is the last champion, and then now a match that they've never done, which is crazy to think. They did a promo this week, and Moxley was like, "I've been waiting three years to face you," and it's crazy that AEW has yet to do this match, and we're finally doing it in two weeks. Um, on television, but just a crazy awfulness of All Out, which was n All Out not that good. And then this was... press conference was the best thing of the weekend, and uh, but it led to a lot of a lot of chaos. It's it's throwing the company upside down. I mean, I thought the I thought the company was poorly run to begin with, yeah. and now it's it's just an absolute mess. Just an absolute mess. Complete difference of All Out last year, where Punk had his first match in eight years or whatever. Yeah, all and, all um, out. Adam Cole and Brian Danielson showed up. We went to we went to the movie theater yeah. for it, Cinemark for it, All Out twenty twenty one. It felt um, like the beginning of it did, and this I, that, could that, be a potential yeah like, that paper. And I was this I, is a real company. Now. Yeah, I was wowed by that pay per view. Yeah. And then a year all out twenty twenty one. Not so much for the pay per view. The pay per view was fine and. It needed MJF to come back. MJF came back. So it delivered there. But then all of this happens it's, and it erases everything. It's starting to feel like Impact Wrestling yeah. now. And you're left with um, awful, where All Out 2021 felt like the beginning of something. This is now starting to feel like... A not good All, out, all Impact Wrestling, by the way. <laughs> not when Impact Wrestling was good for a little while. Hogan and, and Bischoff in control. Well... <laughs> Yeah. It was entertaining, yeah. And they had a great roster. And um, AEW is doing some good stuff still. Um, Are I they? I thought the Grand Slam show was was fine. Um, yeah. They finally put the tag titles on the Acclaimed, which they should have done at the pay-per-view. Another misfile on the pay-per-view. Everyone loves the Acclaimed, except Mike, apparently. You don't know, like the scissoring, scissoring... I don't. Daddy ass. I'm not a teenager that. anymore. Um... <laughs> uh, but I thought this was all going to be irrelevant. We'll talk about old stuff here, but uh, it's been building up. We had to talk about it. And it's not irrelevant. It's not old news because what happens this week? Sammy Guevara and Andrade get into another fight backstage. They've had countless meetings backstage, pep rallies. Um, and Sammy and Adrande were going at it on Twiddle. Apparently, Adrande is trying to get filed because he wants to go back to WWE. Now that Triple H is in charge, his wife well, Charlotte's coming back that's soon. That's more of it. And apparently, Tony kind of the new report is Tony wanted to turn it into like a storyline because, I mean, 
why not? The buzz happened with everything happening. But then, once again, it seems like this is a real situation. And Adrande, who's supposed to be facing tonight on Rampage, and a, if he leave, loses, he must leave AEW. And they were going to tell him that in the sub-storyline. But now he might actually be leaving AEW because um, he apparently got into a fight backstage with Sammy Guevara. With the uh, intention to get fired. Yeah. And they told him, you're not going to get filed, but we will send you home. And he still <laughs> got into a fight, and he got sent home. But uh, Sammy Guevara was involved in the fight. He instigated it, as he did with Eddie Kingston, as he's instigated a lot on Twinwell. And, um, what did C- what did Tony Khan say? Both uh, of these things. As CM the... Punk said, like, you know, I'm going to make sure to, to listen to the press conference. Like, he built that up. And the stuff with Hangman was already out there. You didn't put an end to it then. Now you're not putting an end to this when well, they said they were going to fight on Twiddle and then they fight. What did Tony Khan say, as unbeknownst to him, uh, a melee was taking place in in backstage in the locker room at the media scrum. But what did he say when asked at the at the press conference about the tension within the AW locker room? He said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. He just looks at it as it's been Paul the wrestling he, he looks, for years. Macho right, man and but Hogan but Tony is looking at it as Brett just as strictly everything's a work. Yeah. Everything's a work. It's all it's good. It's competition. But when you <laughs> when He's you got too guys much of a fan, and when not you guys like got it. when you got guys constantly looking to knock each other out, toxicity backstage in your locker constantly room. Constantly have to have constantly sending meeting. guys home. Constant, <laughs> yeah, what they have four company team meetings in the, in the span of th- three weeks like come on the dude has no control i've lost count of all the, the guys got no control got now <laughs> no who knows if adrande is going to be suspended he's a joke his company's become a joke and it's a shame you know as a wrestling fan you want you want wwe and AEW to both be good you know what he's saying and thinking now though He's going to go, oh, this is nothing. This happens everywhere because it just happened in the NBA. Because what news just oh, broke yesterday. Well, that it's Draymond being Draymond. Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole. I mean, Dray- that's... <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, these things happen. But they're consistently happening now. And it's ruining your product. And it's because a man-child is running what, this what, company. What are you, you going to do? Send everybody home? Yeah, you already sent your EVPs home. Who, like... <laughs> So now it's just Tony running it himself. And, uh, you know, I, I I think I think the Elite will be back at some point. I think they will. I, yeah, I would but, think so. But what's, what's the... But, you know, now, may, now maybe they have hurt feelings, right? Yeah. May, may, I, there's already reports that they've sent feelers out to WWE, potentially. Yeah. They, they you know, they, they once their contracts went out, they, they might want to join Cody. Make amends with Cody and go to, like go to WWE. Seems a lot of people do now as... Uh, Cody was right, right? Buddy this Matthews, company's a mess. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Alistair Black, Malachi Black, whatever you want to call them, they're currently on a leave of absence from AEW, and it's stemming because they asked for their releases, and they want to go back to WWE, be with the wife, the girlfriend, all these guys, you sense. know. Triple H is running the show now, and there's significant others over in the other company, and why wouldn't you want to leave AEW right now? With... They can't keep... A champion for a month because of all this chaos just but hopefully they overcome it um because the mole wrestling the metal you know and for a while i was really liking AEW, and i thought that they were doing a, a, 
a good product in. And I, but now we're in year three. They just celebrated the three-year anniversary. It's going backwards. It's going backwards. Hopefully they they get out of this rut. And maybe CM Punk was a cancel and he's gone. Maybe the Elite were cancels. Uh, who knows? But uh, they got to do something. They're a bunch of narcissists. Let's face it. They're a bunch of narcissists. They're a bunch of narcs. Bunch of big egos. Bunch of toxicity. But now we're going to switch to the old company, WWE. Is CM Punk's career is over? Um, is this it? I think is this how it I ends? Don't, I don't see how he comes back to AEW at this point. I don't think he's going to go back to WWE. I think, you know, he what? had a nice year. Most of the year. I know Triple H always I know there's issues between Paul Levesque and Phil. Yeah. And Triple H always says, though, you know, it's... You know, I'll do what's best for business if it makes sense. I'll bring anybody back. Is CM but, Punk best for business anymore? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. He did it again to another company. That's what I'm saying. You know, and I'm not saying Punk's completely in the wrong. Um, well, of course you're not. You're his biggest fan. I love CM Punk. I'm a big fan, <laughs> and I hate Tony Khan. I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Elite. I think um, it is run by children. That company. He works with children. It comes city. off that way Punk, on TV. It does not come Punk off as professional. Off. Punk didn't come off. No one came out of that situation good. Except John Moxley, I mean, because he's champion again, but he lost to a guy he beat in 17 seconds. And then. If you want to look at it this way, is uh, if this is it for CM Punk, I mean, he did have his return. Yeah. He did, you know, that never nobody ever thought would happen. And if this is it, he, he did. He did matches. technically leave. His last match as champion. So yeah. maybe he's satisfied with that. Main event in Chicago. Maybe he knew what he was doing. Maybe he knew he was done. Yeah. He said, ride it, you know, keep going until the wheels came off. Maybe he knew the wheels were off. Yeah. Maybe he knows they, the Maybe he knows that the wheels came off all the way. And he said, screw this. I'm going out in a, you know, a blaze of glory. Yeah. Maybe like Russell Wilson. Let's ride. I'll ride till the wheels come off. I'm going to, and it's coming off. So I'm going to. Get a big paycheck uh, change, go to a different company, indeed. a different team, uh, and we'll take talk, my money and run. We'll talk about more about Russell Wilson and Broncos country on our next show. A big football um, cast coming up, but um, fantasy cast two point As we switch coming gears up sooner than you to, think. Uh, switch gears, and next time we talk about AEW, might be full, full gear, or maybe we just won't care anymore about this company. Um, I don't maybe, care. Maybe everyone's going to be suspended and they won't even have a, a full year pay-per-view. But as Likely. we're changing gears, we're going to go to WWE and we're going to do a little beer break. Um, spooky season. We're going to crack open a woodchuck hauled seidel pumpkin spiced seidel. Mm. Not a big fan of the pumpkin beers. Sorry, ladies. I know. Yeah, It's what you'd expect. It's, it's a seidel with a pumpkin spice to it hmm. good aftertaste i kind of like that aftertaste that's all you bro <laughs> it's all it's not you. bad though i like that the spice the only pumpkin i want is a nice pumpkin pie uh, shipyard's pumpkins my favorite beer oh, that one's okay i already had one of those that was great that one's all right um but now we're switching over to wwe which as a AW, real wrestling company as AEW's on the the downside and starting to 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 lessen in value, WWE I feel like has been picking it up since the, I have the one, change. I have one. I have one and one only beef with Triple H. The gamer. What's that? Where is Zeke? 
Where is Elias? Well, where is Elrod? I want uh, Elrod. I think Elias might have had an injury, but also I think they're you know building they're gonna repackage him as Elias. I think well maybe we'll just release him. But yeah, um, that's what I'm we're afraid of. SmackDown. Zelina Vega just came back after a long absence. Yeah, um, but she's now with uh, El Fantasma. You have time for um, Ma- you have time for Madcap Moss, but you make sure to get Zeke off TV. I don't think Zeke wanted to be Zeke. He made the best of it. I don't think, I mean, everyone, it ended up being much better than it should have. Once everyone saw it, everyone you, thought, this is not going to last. You can't tease going. us with the whole but, family and then drop it. Well, we saw the photo, I mean. <sighs> maybe Wait. we'll see more of the Elias-Zeke um, saga, a uh, family saga, but um, I think he's probably just going to come back as Elias go back to doing this Elias thing. He's done. He's um, not a Triple H guy. We saw it took a couple weeks, but it looks like L.A. Knight is now back to being L.A. Knight. Oh, that's good. He's dropped the, the Max Dupre. That's a good thing. Um, so I think the same thing's eventually going to happen with Elias. Um, but I, I do think Triple H has been doing a good job since taking over. Um, the TV's been more exciting. Rivalries are more fresh. Matchups are fresh. Um, the, the White Rabbit stuff has been cool and different. Um, Who do you think it is? It's definitely Bray Wyatt. We'll watch it <laughs> smack down here. I mean, all the clues. Um, the, the one QR code was a video of a bunch of pigs, and it was saying, let me in, let me in, let me in, which yeah. was the Fiend's whole thing. But if you're not following, um, they started doing it first at live events, I believe. They started playing Jefferson Airplane's song, White Rabbit, classic song. Um, having a big year because it was used in the Matrix, um, the new Matrix movie promotion for that. And now using for what seems to be the return of Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. And uh, they've been doing a little cool online campaign. They play the show, the song in its entirety at the shows with the lights off, and everyone lights it up. The fireflies light up the arena with the cell phones, and then the light will go red at the end with the feed your head, and the lights go red, which immediately seemed like a Bray Wyatt thing. Seemed yeah. like the Fiend. Um, they had the red light for the Fiend. Hopefully, they don't bring that back for his matches. I hated that. I think um, we should just drop the fiend altogether. If you're gonna bring Bar- Bray Wyatt back, the bring, mask sells though. Bring, bring him back as the White Rabbit and sell some. Yeah, bring, I, I I do think that hopefully this is a new evolved Bray Wyatt. And then maybe um, we could have I don't know maybe we could have Bray Wyatt the White Rabbit versus Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. I think that'd be good. Be Bemble than Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton last year. Well, sure it would. Um, but. They've been doing QR codes will pop up randomly on the TV. You get it, gotta snatch it with your phone. It's like Pokemon. You gotta catch them all. You get it, and then it's just blowing up on Twiddle. It's a huge thing online. They're doing all these clues. It's cool to get the fans involved, interactive yeah. like it's that. It's definitely you know? been one of the most fan. Like it got the fans excited, got them into it. Even though it seem everyone seems to know and that it's gonna be Bray Wyatt, but you know, kept people guessing and makes you part of it. You're oh man i gotta figure this out i'm you're putting puzzles together you know it's like any movie where you're pretty sure who the the bad guy is you know who's behind the ghost face mask but you know it, but it's it still, still intriguing keeps you guessing and they did some things to keep you guessing there was one where that 
it was coordinates to uh, a place, and you go on Google and type in the coordinates, and it came up Corbin, Missouri, I think. And everyone was like, well, Baron Corbin hasn't been on TV. They teased that he's going to go through a character change with JBL, but we haven't seen him since then. So could this all be for Baron Corbin? That would be a, a joke. And I hope they still go this route in a sense, not that Baron Corbin's going to be a, the right the White Rabbit, but what if they, they do like a final clue, which I think they did a final clue tonight. They threw tomorrow Extreme Rules date up there. Um, but... Colbin um, comes out after, like, a thing, and then everyone's like, what? Colbin is the White Rabbit? And then you bring Bray Wyatt back, and he just kills Colbin. Okay. I, I was just going <laughs> to ask. That would be a you were, fun, you, were, you were talking fun. up your swerve. Yeah. yeah I was going to ask. <laughs> Can you imagine the disappointment? Yeah. It's a fun way of swerving, and everyone's like, what? No, come this on. This guy. And then Colbin's like, what? Oh, I'm not that White Rabbit thing. And then you bring Bray out. All right. I like that. I kind of want... I, would... um, I think with the Let Me In thing, Bray's probably going to come out during the, the fight pit match between um, Riddle and Seth Rollins. You think that's um, going to main event? I think it will main event. Whatever Bray Wyatt comes out, I think will main event. Um, which I think might be that. Um, with the Let Me In thing, he can literally let me in and come into a cage and he could do something with DC. Um well, and Riddle is the closest thing to Walton, who's the last guy Bray fought at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, but it's been a cool campaign, cool way of getting the crowd into it. And this culminates at Extreme Rules. That's what it appears. Right. We just saw a commercial and it showed the bunny. You mentioned the rabbit went down the hole. You mentioned something I'm excited about. I, I think this is going to be a fun card. Yep. You know, I'm not... I don't get too excited about professional wrestling cards anymore, but I am very intrigued by this card. I'm excited about it. I I, I, I like the first fight pit that they did. Um, yeah, NXT has had two fight pit matches: uh, Riddle and um, Thatcher. Thatcher, that that Pat, was it. That Thatchel was it. I really and, enjoyed that. Uh, Thatcher and uh, Tommaso Ciampa had the yeah, same I one. Thought, both I, matches were good. So I'm excited for the fight pit return. I think Riddle and Seth are going to be. Uh, I mean, it's a personal feud, right? They really don't like each other. I mean, yep. they like e they respect each other enough that they'll work with each other, you know, on, like, CM Punk and the Elite. Um, I'm just assuming that they're never going to work together, okay? Yeah. But, but... It's, it's the wrestling business. Who knows? But, Eddie um, Kingston and Sammy Guevara finally fought right, last week, Right, you know? But, um, you know... I, just take some time to cool down. But it's going to... But I, I think I'm very intrigued by this match, and I, and I love the involvement of... Of uh, Daniel Cor Daniel Cormier all yeah. of a sudden, man. That, that's going to be fun. No UFC this week. Great time. Great decision to have it on assembly. Where there's DC, no a big fight WWE night. fan. To have, get DC involved and have a UFC-style fight inside the fight pit. Um, the only way to win is by submission or knockout, much like a UFC fight. And uh, DC is going to be the man in the middle. And that should be fun. I it's good. How do you book this match, though, right? Because, again, they're building up Seth to be the next challenger for a title. And he did get the win on Riddle at Clash of the at, Castle. At of the Castle but I, I feel like Riddle's got to win this one. Riddle definitely needs to win this. Um, I think he could, and then Seth can blame DC. He can blame the, the fight pit. just doesn't favor him. Um... Well, maybe Bray Wyatt just comes out and there's no finish to this match. Who knows? 
Maybe yeah. they'll take everyone, including DC, out. Um, That'd be a shame. I'd like a finish. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun match. And I, I think Riddle gets the win, but Seth can still stay strong. They can do a third. This can set up a third match on a Raw where uh, Seth can win. We'll in Saudi Arabia, and Seth can win there. I feel like... Um... I feel like either Probably. way, I agree with you. I feel like either way, there's going to be, they're going to find a way. They haven't done it yet, but they're going to find a way to, to split these titles. And I and I really think that uh, Seth Rollins is going to end up with one of those WWE titles heading in the WrestleMania this year. To lose to Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they should do. I, I like the idea I read online. I sent it to you. I'm not going to take credit for it, um, but it's a, it's a great idea, great way to do it. Um, I don't think they do the TLC pay-per-view in December anymore, but they can do it at Survival Series, but they'll do in more games already, which I would think would involve the Bloodline, because they have the perfect number of guys for uh, a War Games match in the, the most dominant faction. Um, I don't know who you have to face them at War Games, but uh, the idea I saw I really like Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins in a Lattle match. For the undisputed titles, for both titles allowed, and then you do a you know a finish where one guy grabs one title and one guy grabs the other title, and that's it. You're both champions. Whatever belt you grabbed, you're the champion, and uh, that's a good way to split it without Roman you know losing. He could keep the universal title and keep his three year run going. I like that idea very much. But then Raw will have a champion. I don't think they're going to do that. They're going to keep both belts on Roman. Seth. Even though he's got Fight Pit on Saturday um, for the season premiere of Monday Night Raw this week, they'll do in Rollins versus Lashley, which they already did two weeks ago, and Riddle cost him that match, but Seth had it won. He cheated, but he had a low blow, but was about to win. I think Seth will win the United States title, and he will be the champion on Raw, the top champion on Raw being the United States champion. Um and then, you know, maybe he'll take the title all the way to Mania and Captain America Cody will win that. I mean, it's not the same as the WWE title, but it'll look good with his uh, patriotic ring gear and his It's not why Cody came back, though. He came no. back to fulfill the Rhodes, the, the Rhodes the family, family proclamation of winning the WWE title, not the no. U.S. It's been there, done that. Been there, done that. And uh, let's talk about Extreme Rules now. Back in Philadelphia, we went to an Extreme Rules. Um, back yeah. in Philadelphia, back yeah, it was in a fun show. 2014, the WLC um, match. WLC was the kickoff match. <laughs> we only caught like the end of it, but it was fun. Um, very fun match. Um, very fun show. I mean, that had. Um, Shields versus Evolution. Yeah. Uh, no disqualification. We match. were right there when they brawled up into the crowd. Seth dove over the heads out of the. Um, if you pause it, you you see little friend Chris who's dressed as Hulk Hogan. You see a guy dressed as Hulk Hogan. We're right there. We're dressed as the Shield. We we dressed up for this one. We dressed as the Shield. Chris dressed as Hulk Hogan. Um, the Chuckstool Chugamania. Yeah. Um, EJ, old friend EJ, dressed as Clown Cena. There is John <laughs> Cena clothes as uh, with clown makeup. He lost a bet. You actually lost the bet, but you refused. And then he he a- agreed to take the punishment. And his punishment ended up being he was going to dress as Clown Cena. And uh, he 
the you can't see me catchphrase, but said, uh, I think it was, you can't clown me or something like it that. It worked out for the best. I would have never been able to pull it off <laughs> yeah. like that. But we went as the shield. Um, but you didn't want to wear a wig. You were supposed to be Seth Rollins, and you wanted I was, to wear a wig. I was Seth Rollins with short hair. So everyone thought we were both Dean Ambrose. Yeah, there was two I had Dean the Ambrose's. Ambrose hair. Maybe we'll put that photo um, when we put the episode up. Um, it was a fun show. Um, just being in character, dressing up to that. You had to keep taking photos. Everyone's like, hey, Dean Ambrose and Dean Ambrose, can I get a photo? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a good show. That match was great. The Shield and Evolution and then uh, Daniel Bryan and his only title defense after WrestleMania. Yeah, obviously. Kane. And uh, I quit. Ring was cut short due to the neck is- head issues, but uh, it was a fun match. Uh, it was a great show. It was a fun show. It was a great show. And uh, back when Extreme Rules, just about every match had a stipulation, which is what I originally loved about this pay per view. For a while, it was my favorite, one of my favorite pay per views of the year, because for a while it was following WrestleMania. Kind of were backlash back in the day. Backlash was always a great pay per view because you would get the WrestleMania matches rematches for the most part but they would have stipulations now so it's like almost a battle version of the wrestlemania yeah not with the big spectacle but you get you know a rematch with a stipulation now and uh i remember off the wrestlemania 29 a rest, well, 28 a wrestlemania we went to um one of my favorite extreme rules was probably my favorite pay-per-view of that year they had cm punk and chris jericho in a street fight um and they had uh, two out of three falls with Brian Danielson and Sheamus, which was a really great match. Much double in the eighteen second match we got stuck with at that WrestleMania. Um, but and then we saw the one in two thousand fourteen. But that was back in a time where Extreme Rules was almost every match had a stipulation. It was a really fun show, and it made it special. The last few years, you'd be lucky to get one Extreme Rules match. Last year had one Extreme Rules match. Um, Demon Finn Balor and Roman Reigns in the main event. And it's like, what? there's nothing special about this. Especially when you have Raw and SmackDown that have street fights almost every week. Right. So no DQ match. What is special about this? Um, you know, so it's great to be back to Extreme Rules where it's actually extreme. And I keep seeing people but- online, and I think it's from old memes from the years past, but... Oh, there's nothing extreme about WWE. WWPG calling the show extreme. That's stupid. Listen, just because there's no blood, just because it's got a PG rating, doesn't mean it's not extreme. Extreme just means that it's dangerous. It's risky. And these matches are risky, they're dangerous. Wrestling in general is extreme. It's an extreme form of sports entertainment with or without blood. So just because there's no blood doesn't take away from it not being extreme all right i get because of ecw because of japan because of AEW death matches where those not every john moxley match that had blood um it doesn't seem that extreme but i mean you got ladle match i quit match strap matches these will extreme matches even if they don't live up to your expectation of extreme so take that opinion and shove it whoa those memes Stupid. All right then. You do a lateral match and say it's not extreme. <laughs> um, like Jr. back in the day. Oh, they say they know how to fall. Yeah, he did that line oh, a couple shit. weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> but it was about like taking steel steps. 
you get thrown in the steel stall. They do it and they, they rehearse it. They practice it. They probably do it, but... Um, but Extreme Rules, always a fun show. Kind of stemmed from ECW One Night Stand. Right. Um, the original One Night was Stand great. was amazing. Um, the first two One Night Stands, the second one I think they called it. Well, no, it was two One Night Stands, and then the third one was One Night Stand Extreme Rules, but it was no longer an ECW pay-per-view. Um, but it stemmed from that, became a yearly thing where um, it would be the one night a year where WWE goes extreme. And then late last few years, it's one time a year, except for all the other nights of the year where we have one match that's extreme. <laughs> but every match on this called has some type of stipulation. So extreme, to go back to an intro song by Moby, Extreme Ways, when he said Extreme Ways will back, Extreme Rules will back. And uh, it's going to make this pay-per-view, you know, stand out a bit. And let's get into it. Um, another Extreme Rules I went to, it wasn't in Philly, but it was in New Jersey. It was one of those where there wasn't that many stipulations, but it was uh, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles was the one Extreme Rules match. And I remember that match. match. That was one of my favorite matches of that year. Seth Rollins made his return after his injury to close the night. Um, and that was another great pay-per-view I was at. It had a big uh, Intercontinental title match. Kevin Owens, The Miz, Sami Zayn. Um... They stole the show. It was a great, great event. I always liked Extreme Rules, and then the last few years, not so much. But I have, I think I'm going to like this year. And uh, let's get into the call. We talked about the fight pit. Um, we think it's going to main event? I think, I think it should. You got DC. You got Daniel Cormier, um, man. You got those, a, those no you got Roman Reigns. You got match. a big personal feud. Roman's title Some match. Legit is, heat. Roman's title match is getting saved for Saudi Arabia, Rihad. Or uh, yeah. Crown Jewel against Logan Paul. That's just dumb. I'm sorry. I'm so a big, no, I'm, no I, Roman, no title match. I, I've this. been big on Logan Paul, man. The kid could go. The kid, he's a natural. Yeah, he's a natural. But the, come on, it's you're not, premature. You, you, you better, you better, you but better. But it's what the Saudi princes want. <laughs> well, if you're gonna, if that, if that, you better get DC versus Brock Lesnar on that card. That'd be fun, huh? <laughs> you better do it. I just don't want you know where. Cain Velasquez came yeah, and fought Brock, yeah, and he had bummer. one leg. He was in no ring uh, shape. That was it. a bummer. We don't know. But what you kind know, of they, they did season. it where it was a, you know, it was a WWE style UFC fight. That you know, they just did UFC moves outside of Brock hit him with an F five at the end. It'll be a big but, payday for DC. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I just hope you know he's in the shape for it. If, <laughs> if they go that route, I don't know um, if that's going to be the case. But in Saudi Arabia, will at Crown Jewel next month. Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. We're not gonna um, do a show for that match. I'm nah, sorry. I don't. I don't think so. I, not to say. To not saying that I don't think it'll be the whole AEW locker room would have to like kill each other with knives I, and I, pitchforks for us to I, do it. I mean, it might happen. Wrestling at this point, show but, before the Survival Series. But let me just say that you know I'm not excited for it, but I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it's gonna be better than a lot of people expecting. Uh, Logan Paul is two for two. Good performance. Just because he's matches. that natural in the ring, I think. Um, and Roman's the best, one of the best storytellers in the I, business I just don't right know, now. I just don't know what the draw is, although I did see something that Roman Reigns, Logan Paul, number one and number two most Google searched, most internet searched professional wrestlers of all wrestling companies for the month of yeah. September 2022. I mean, so, Logan's, so, so Logan's isn't because of wrestling. I mean, the sun, but... The wrestling adds into his. Well, I didn't his think the, I didn't think this match would create any buzz at all. It's 
creating some buzz. I mean, Logan's got his followers, and it's more than... It's the Saudi princes, man. They want it. Whatever they want. They wanted Undertaker Goldberg. They got Undertaker Goldberg. And it was a disaster. It was like that Broncos uh, game, Broncos Colts game last night. It was a shit show. And uh, a lot of injuries happened because of it. Uh, Much like that game. Well, I think we should get rid of Thursday Night Football, and I think we should get rid of Crown Jewel. Yeah, let's get rid of Saudi. But unfortunately, (laughs) WWE, much like the Denver Broncos, well, stuck in this five-year deal, and they have to keep doing it. So, um, at least WWE's getting good money out of it. Hopefully the talent doesn't get held hostage this time. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a fun match, I think. Uh, last year's Crown Jewel was great and ended up being one of the yeah. best shows of the year. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it again this year. Um, I hate watching those shows, but I'll probably watch. I'll, I'll watch. Roman, yeah, well, you'll Roman watch Logan it. Paul. Um, you'll be watching. But that's next month. This weekend, tomorrow, Saturday, um, it's Extreme Rules from Philadelphia. The fight pit we talked about, um, Seth Riddle, I think it's going to be a fun match. And Colmier, the ref, so that should be fun. Um, Riddle, we think Riddle. Yeah, got to be I Riddle. I think you got to give it to Riddle, and then we'll have a, a third fight following that in Saudi Arabia, probably. Well, And then Rollins... How do you build him back up after the loss? He wins the United States title on Raw two nights later, 48 hours afterwards. And then it's I, like the loss to Riddle Neville happened in the fight pit. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, Rollins is a guy that could take losses and be okay. Yeah. It's the first fight pit under the WWE brand. They did two in NXT, but it's a Lions Dead match, which Ken Shamrock brought to WWE. Shamrock and Owen Holt had one. Subble Slam the one year. Um... Was the other one? Was uh, the one with Dan Severin? Severin, Severin and Shamrock, I think. Yeah. Chet Severin and Blackman. Blackman, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's nothing new. Michael Cole just went down on SmackDown. That was funny. Uh, hopefully he's not hurt. Um, but the fight pit should be fun. Should main event, but who knows? Any match here can probably main event. Edge Finn Balor I quit match. First time ever they're facing off one on one. A lot of story here with the uh, the Judgment Day. That could main event. You don't think so? I just yawned. That's what I, that's what I care about. <laughs> wow. That. Really? You have no interest in Edge and Finn Balor? be a fine match. I quit. Um, I think Judgment Day have been great since Triple H took over. The addition to Dom has been good. Um, I don't <laughs> they, know how Dom's going to be when he's wrestling with them, but... He had to do something with that kid. Um, you know, he's... Mike's skills still need work, but the group helps him. He doesn't even have to say anything. He's getting X-Pac heat, Vicky Guerrero heat, like his uh, stepmom, Vicky Guerrero. It's better and, than no reaction at all. And the stuff with him, him and Rhea has gotten great. We talked about on the last wrestling podcast that we hope they, they go this route. Um, it's kind of a dominatrix uh, thing. We'll not go in that fall in the Attitude Era, they would have. But, you know, sees the sinisterless whispering in his ear, whispering him dirty little thoughts and secrets. And that's it's turned him black. It's turned him to the dark side. And, it's turned him on. And, yeah. He's and, turned on. Turned him against his dad. <laughs> and this Monday on Raw, he said, I hate you, Dad. I hate you so much. And uh, it it wasn't that believable coming out. I was like, I don't know if I believe. But it was funny. Um, Damien uh, Priest has been hilarious. He's, you know, he's kind of going back to him all his, there he is. L.A. Knight has arrived on SmackDown, folks. Yeah. That's great to see. 
Um, and then um, Damian Priest, he's going back to a kind of his cool guy uh, character he had in NXT a bit, but under this Judgment Day thing where, you know, he's just kind of Razor Ramon style. And uh, he's just doing little things like, this is Dominic Mysterio. You will show him respect. And he keeps <laughs> saying, like, we're so cool and stuff. He's been having good matches, and Finn's been great um, lately. Um, they had him and AJ, where they're trying to get AJ to the Judgment Day now, and Finn was beating him up on, on Raw, and he's like, I'm your friend, AJ. This is what friends do. <laughs> um, and AJ shoved Ray and some dysfunction there. Maybe AJ turns. Maybe he helps Finn. I think it's a little soon for that. Um, who do you think wins? Like, Who's going to say I quit between these two? Edge doesn't quit. He did a great promo on Raw this week about when he had to retire from wrestling, and he said it took all that for him to quit, but he still didn't like quit a, because he came back all I don't see later. Edge saying I quit. It's either Finn Bauer's going to say I quit or we're not really going to have a finish. Yeah, well, they yeah. do a, a Rock Mankind where they use the tape of Edge yeah, screaming that I old, quit in that the promo. Chestnut. We, have, we haven't broke that out in a while. No, nah, that used to be the finish all the time if a heel won an I quit match, but... Um, I think Finn will probably say I quit, and then Judgment yeah. Day will attack him off the match. I think this might set up the War Games match. I don't know if it's going to be Bloodline. I think it might be more Judgment Day, and then some team Edge puts together to take on Judgment Day. But um, that'll be interesting what they do at War Games next month. Um, probably will be a next War Games episode. at Survivor Series. At Survival Series for the first time. Um, not going to be Raw for SmackDown because really, what is Raw and SmackDown right now? But guys show up on every shows, show. It happens all the time. Um, an all match that could main event really. Um, I think it might stop the show. Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a Lattles match for the Raw Women's Title. Um, this has been a good story. Kind of goes back to last year at Hell in a Cell. Um, Bailey got taken out, got injured with knee. Um, taking a KOD from Bianca on the level, and then now comes full circle. Bailey gets the title match. I had the pin at Class of the Castle on Bianca. It was the first person to pin Bianca since I think Becky had SummerSlam last I'm, year. I'm kind of smelling new champ here. Yeah, um, you know. Bailey's got friends. Damage Control has the tag titles now. The sh- Raw ended with Bailey and. Uh, Dakota and EO on the ladder while holding up the gold. And I said, that looks good. That looks, you know. Give me a new champion, Bailey. It's okay if I'm wrong. I'll take the ladder. Yeah. Um, and I'm a ladder match, does, it doesn't hurt Bianca that much to lose a ladder match. You're not getting pinned. You're not made, made submit. Someone just was able to grab a belt before you. She's had a good um, run. Let's go. I think Bailey's the person to let's, do it. I don't know if it happens here. Let's switch it up. Um, there's some belief. Damage control took out. Um, Asuka and Alexa Bliss on Raw this past week. So there's some belief. Some people out there think that Sasha Banks and Naomi returned at Extreme Rules to help Bailey even the odds against Damage Control. I don't think that's going well, to happen. Well, to help Bianca. To help Bianca. Um, Alright, I wasn't thinking that. Um, I think that is going to happen soon. I don't think it's going to happen at Extreme Rules because then kind of takes away Bray Wyatt's return. Right, and, you, right. You know, and Bray Wyatt's return takes away from Sasha and um, Naomi. Maybe that happens on Raw Monday. I can see that. But you don't want to do too many returns on the same night. 
It only worked for AEW last year when they had Adam Cole and Brian come out. Um, that's where I came up with the Colden thing. I was trying to think before. Because Adam Cole came out and was like, oh, that's kind of neat. But then everyone wanted Brian Danielson. Right. And then we still got Brian Danielson. So that's where I think, not that anyone's reaction to Baron Colden would be, oh, cool. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, and then unless the other, unless it's bum ass Corbin, the other woman's match, another match that could main event this show, uh, Liv Morgan defending the SmackDown Women's Title against Ronda Rousey and the uh, and the Extreme Rules match. So this is where the Extreme Rules name comes into play, um, and we're gonna want. Uh, I, I think you give Ronda the title. Yeah, you. I. You can't have. Live Beatles three times. I just, Even though this is the one where it makes sense because it's extreme rules, you can do any. Listen, Liv's had a nice. I'm rain. a big. I, I I I I'm a big Liv fan, but I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it. I kind of ruined Liv for you where I pointed out that she just cries all the time. She's always screaming and crying. Oh, it's very noticeable. Even when very, she scream. Very noticeable. I just tried to block it out <laughs> and pretend that she didn't, but no, it's just you know it, you. you I mean, you you can't real I I know it's professional wrestling but it, it's just it doesn't it doesn't sit well to have her get three victories in a row over Ronda Rousey it's not it doesn't make sense no and and you got to start building this is around the time of year you start building up for WrestleMania you start get your champion set for WrestleMania and Sorry, Liv's not going in the WrestleMania as champion. All right, here we go. Ronda probably is going the WrestleMania I don't see champion. both women's titles changing hands, so I'm going to switch my previous pick. Bianca's going to win the ladder match. All right, Ronda's going to win this match. All right. Yeah. All right. I, but who knows? I changed my mind. Who knows? Uh, you know, like I, I changed I, my mind. Um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be extreme. It should be fun. We're going to see a extreme side to live we saw a couple weeks ago on smackdown and ronda has been booked much better um lately almost too good to where you know if she's supposed to be a heel no one's gonna bool because she's beating up security and she's just kicking people's asses like she should because he's ronda freaking rousey um it's the brock lesnar route where now he's gonna turn into a she's gonna turn into a face like brock eventually did because you know, chaos. Heal her face. Everybody cheers a badass. Okay? Yeah. And she's been booked as a badass because he is a, a badass. And, you know, I think Ronda, Ronda Bailey is the talked about. Oh, uh, Ronda and Becky is the talked about WrestleMania match. It's got, what, full years of buildup now. And uh, now they're both moms. They both have kids, came back. And. Battle of the Moms. I think we're going to start the slow setup for that, and it starts with Ronda getting the title, and then Becky winning the Rumble when she comes back. Um, and then Brawling Brutes versus Imperium, six-man tag, good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Should this be the main event? No. This, <laughs> this is the one match that won't be the main event. Maybe it should be the main event. It's probably going to be uh, the best match. It's not going to be a match. It's going to be a brawl, but it's extreme rules, and that's what you want. And uh, what is a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match? It's just... It's We're going to find out. It's a street fight under another name. This is actually the second Donnybrook match. They had one a couple weeks, well, a couple months ago with Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. It's um, basically a pub brawl 
in the ring. They set up pub stuff around the ring, and then um, you just fight with weapons rounds. It's a novel name for a weapons match. But it should be fun. Um, I think Imperium... Well, no, the title's not going to be on the line, so... Uh, I guess the Brawling Brutes win, I think. Really? Maybe. Because it does nothing... You know, I, still think I think you, you should... gotta keep the title on Guntel, even though we'll watch in SmackDown now. Guntel, Sheamus, and Stalton now. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go with Sheamus the Bra- might be Intercontinental Champion. Going uh, I'm there. gonna say the Brawling Brutes are gonna win as well. Whoever doesn't win this Sheamus uh, Guntel match, their team is gonna win tomorrow. Okay. Maybe there's no finish to this match and they just brawl. I think That's you're right. more likely. I think you're right. They're gonna break out into a brawl. Um, Either way, I like the Brawling Brutes tomorrow. Yeah, Brawling Brutes because the title is not on the line. It should be a fun match, fun brawl, and uh, we already talked fight pit. I think that's that's it. That's the extreme rules called. I like this. This um, should be a nice. It's gonna be a fun, snappy two hour, two and a half hour show. Yeah, fun, fun little uh, live premium event with no UFC on. It's gonna be a. We know where we're gonna get show. our combat sports uh, fill for the weekend. And um, I think the thing that they needed to deliver with this show with the the tease was. Bray Wyatt returning, or the White Rabbit thing coming through fruition, and they've already pretty much announced that that it's going to happen. But because they want eyes to tune in, yeah, for the big reveal. And what should be a good show? I think it'll be a good show, and, and it's going to be extreme. Not not blood and guts extreme. Doesn't have but to be. It's going to be. We don't need the blood and guts. Weapons, some good, some good matches, and uh, it's going to be the extreme rules of old. Extreme rules. Back to how it started, and I like it. I'm excited for this show. Um, you know, hopefully they do Bray Wyatt right this time, because you're not a big Bray Wyatt fan, but um, I, I, I think I, he's good because he's different. He, I understand the appeal of his character. I understand the merchandise sales that yeah. he brings along. It's unique. I mean, everything he's up, you know, his character is where it sells. It's he's, not his in-ring look. He's no Undertaker, okay? He's never going to be the Undertaker. I'm sorry. He's no. just never going to be that. No. But, you know, he does offer something different. I, I just, I hated the Fiend thing, man. The the, the Firefly Funhouse, scrap that. Scrap the Fiend. Firefly well, Funhouse had some fun moments, though. But, but you already, you've been there, you've done that, all right? I don't know how many times you're going to try have to re- reincarnate this character to try Alexa to get it to Bliss work. Goes back to him. Well, they end, They should end that. But she's been teasing that she's going back a darker way. And uh, but she killed the fiend, right? Yeah, and you kind of got to finish now. You can't just come back and be like, "Oh yeah, never mind with this girl betraying me and stealing my gimmick." But who knows? I kind of like the idea of just Stalton. This should be a new Bray Wyatt, a yeah. White Rabbit Bray Wyatt, where it takes parts of the Fiend and parts of you know his character before the Fiend, who I thought was also very intriguing. Um, and I'm not hopefully he doesn't have a feud with Randy Orton because Randy Orton has killed both of his characters. <laughs> I mean, we saw the first time he won the title, he fought Randy Orton at WrestleMania. It was disastrous, and Randy Orton beat him and won the title. Then he gets a new new life with the Fiend. First, he loses the title to Goldberg after he's getting billed as unbeatable. But uh, bounce back him and Orton had another but, good good feud going going in the WrestleMania and another shit match. But you know, is it fair to? But you mentioned shit match, and quite frankly, when I look back on it, Bray Wyatt's career, 
He's got a handful of matches that I really enjoy. He's got good, good, good build-up to feuds. Good, good promos. Good things. He's, leading he's in. had some good stuff with Daniel yeah. Bryan and I, Roman I, Reigns. I, and Roman Reigns, and I enjoyed the, uh, you know, when the Cena build was good. The match itself was uh, all right. Does, uh, um, the the stupid gimmicky thing that they did was better than their actual match. Their little acid trip. Uh, yeah. With the NWO and all that kind of weird shit that was going on at the, shit, at the COVID WrestleMania, that was better than their actual match that they had at uh, at thirty. But um, you know, it's just we'll see where it goes. We'll we'll see where it goes. I I understand them wanting to bring him back because I yeah. know what he brings to the table. And the same as Braun Strowman. I was like, do they need Braun Strowman back? Do they need Bray Wyatt back? But Braun... Wyatt, the Wyatt Family Shield matches they were fun. Yeah. All right, those were yeah. good. But as far as one-on-one programs, I mean, this is somebody that, to me, I understand he draws for a certain audience. But to me, that he he's not he's not somebody to get excited about. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see what the new Bray Wyatt brings. Hopefully, it's a little different, and uh, hopefully, Extreme Rules, you know, is an entertaining show. Um, we hope we entertained you. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, the Fantasy Cast 2.0. Uh, this was a well-received episode that we did one year ago. Talk me about, and Chuck yeah. from Fourth uh, and Twenty podcast. I think you he'll guys be back are with to us. Get me for this this one. I don't yeah. know if I want to touch it. Like you guys should just do it without me. No, 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 no. Uh, if we can maybe get, you, get someone if we, else. If we maybe if you Kevin. can find someone to replace me, another Chris or something. Who knows more another about Chris. football? Yeah. Um, maybe that, there's a guy out there. I don't know. Oh. Here's a guy. Well, I don't, I'm not sure. I think he's busy, but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, but that but should I, be interesting. Fantasy football has been a complete... Yeah, I almost don't want to do a show about it because it's been such yeah, a bad year what, so far What can me. we say? But uh, um, I could talk about how badly I yeah, fucked up. We can we can join in on everyone's <laughs> sorrow and pain out there. But anyway, frustration. you know, we could, we're going to talk about uh, who's in, you know, who's impressed us, who's disappointed us. Um, some guys that maybe could, Here's a guy. who we think could maybe help you win your league. Yeah. Some guys that maybe you, maybe you're not in a 12 team league like we all, and there's a lot of good options on free agents. Some guys that maybe, you know, um, maybe, maybe you want to try to trade and get rid of yeah. before it's too late. Some guys you want to pick up before it's too late. Yeah. We got some ideas. That's some ideas. We're going to share the them with you. Show, um, a lot, a lot of sports stuff to talk about. Um, exciting time of year. Baseball wow. playoffs have begun. NBA season is, is almost... We're about to tip off. off. We had puck drop. Yep, hockey season stalled it today, um, but then preseason hockey still going on. They had an overseas really game. Uh, um, but the actual season starts on Tuesday. And then, yeah, NBA next week. This is this football is, going on. College this basketball is the, this will be is, soon. This is the peak of sports season. Everything going on at the same time. Great. Go Phils. Go Phils. Um, so as far as wrestling, we probably won't do one till Survival Series. If War Games gives us reason. Like I said, if AEW just like start killing each other in the locker room, then maybe we'll have to do one. But um, I thought Extreme Rules, the White Rabbit stuff, and we just had to really talk about this this AEW locker room situation. 
But uh, we hope you the enjoyed. The toxicity in the city. Oh, Tony Khan City burning down. <laughs> um, but we had to get, get this awful chest just like CM Punk had to get off his yeah. chest. I just wish I had a, a Mindy's Bakery muffin to eat while doing this podcast. Well, you had your but, pumpkin beer. Yeah. Um, I'll have to get and a Sam Abs. Boston what a combo. that I saved for the Red Sox playoff. Maybe next Didn't year. Didn't happen. Go but Phils. Go Blue Jays. Go Mets. And I guess Phillies. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll tap it out and enjoy Extreme Rules. And we'll catch you on down the road. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs>